Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, this episode is sponsored by TrackStars. All right, this episode is sponsored by TrackStars.com. Make sure you go to with com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, all right? Okay. What's up, man? We got EI the King in the building hanging yo, yo, out with yo, us yo. today. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank y'all for having me, bro. All right, so we're going to hear more from EI yes, sir. later. But, man, we got to get into these topics right away, bro. Yeah. Got to get into these topics right away. First of all, Jeremiah is, um, man, a couple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not feeling well, um, and he um, had a loss, loss in, in the, the family. family so mm-hmm. pray for Jeremiah. Um, yeah. He's going through it right now. So we're trying to fill in for him as best as we can. We all have been going through it. <laughs> yes. It's been, it's it's been, been a, a crazy tough, week. Tough I had week. food poisoning this week, so oh, I was down for the count for a very, very long time. Yeah, My no. wonderful wife held it down with our four kids, and I'm extremely grateful to her um, for giving me some time to recover. Um, thankful to God for letting that pain go away because I was doing some mighty, mighty, mighty praying to get through that situation. So, mm. you know, um, and I hear something in your voice. Yeah, man. Was, like you came down with something. Man. The worst time to come down with a cold is in the dead heat of the summer. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like I know it happens because it's you know viral and bacteria, but it just sucks to be looking outside and feeling like you gotta you got the chills in the house. You know. Okay, before we get started, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash trackstars universe. We just did a. Um, bonus episode with our guy Jerry, producer Jerry, and yeah. um, and Jeremiah um, yeah. before he got sick. It uh, they saw Jonathan Majors at Essence. They sat next they to sat Jonathan right Majors. Next to him. So if you want to hear that, good. if you want to hear that story, go to patreon.com forward slash Trackstars Universe and subscribe on there. Thank you to everybody who's been subscribing this week. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this, man. So at Essence. They didn't. They didn't get to see this part, but we wanted to talk about it. So at Essence, um, there were a couple performances that got some attention. Mm-hmm. So the first one was Megan Thee Stallion had a little booty shaking on stage yeah. that got some attention, and then Janelle Monae just pulled her pulled her breast out. Um, so Indy Ari mm. had a little bit of a problem with that. So she says. Issue is what is context? Humanity does everything, but does everything belong in a stage? No. Is everything for kids? No. Is everything for everybody? No. So when we as a culture make something like this mainstream, it shows a lack of discretion and discernment to those in the comments who laugh at anyone who wants these things for our culture. You certainly have that right. Just as many folks have the right to want our mainstream international export uh, music to show us in a respectful light. I like mm-hmm. to go in on the record saying this won't age well, and that's my issue. I love Janelle and Meg the way I love us all, and I don't like this moment. Don't bother debating me, and blah blah blah. Right? She mm-hmm. says she's been doing this for twenty five years, and so on. So everybody started killing Indiari. They started killing her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, stop talking about them. Blah blah blah. You ain't relevant. All mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Right? So I guess the question is, man. Um, I can't. I'm not playing that clip. Yeah, because yeah. it is a little crazy. Essence has historically been something I would say is targeted to an older demographic. They've usually had more legacy acts there, yeah. more, you know, I guess non-controversial mm-hmm. acts. I don't know the whole history. Somebody might be like, yeah, but they did mm-hmm. such and such. Um, 
but just in general that's the idea of essence so they're starting to try and go younger bringing in like a megan and people like that what do you think about what ndre says do you think she should have got killed for what she said you think she was right on the money where where you land i think she should have expected to be killed for what she said and because it's a younger generation and this the internet thugs are made up of this younger generation so this younger generation i guarantee you their parents are like oh yeah ndre was my time and she's you know she's right and then the kids are like well just hating or whatever because this younger generation doesn't really have a respect for people that came before them they really don't and they don't like the fact that there were things done a certain way before they got there so when they see things being you know ridiculed or or called out they don't like it because they feel like oh this is the hate culture right the hating the haters are coming out um and so to me yeah you got to expect that every time you go against the grain of of what you know this uh culture and society has been based on which is you know oversexed and extremely explicit they're gonna have a problem with it so i i can i can see a segment of society they may not watch our videos but let's say one of them stumbles on our videos they're gonna be like there's a room full of men trying to hold women down they were just expressing themselves liberation such and such what right do you guys have to have a comment on something like this? Let women do what they want, right? What, what's, what's your reaction to that mindset? Because it seems like that's the prevailing mindset. Um, Man, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's an honest answer. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, <laughs> as far as her speaking on it, I feel like she did the right thing from her perspective. She's standing for what is righteous and for mm-hmm. what is right. But, of course, um, the majority of the mainstream audience or the younger generation, the culture is going to respond yeah. like that because that's what's, you know, predominant in culture. Um, but as far as, you know, women saying that we as men have no right um, what to say, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my daughter and for any young women and for the women that, you know, in my life and ministry I minister to, I want to always champion the fact that God created all of us as royalty. Yeah. And as women, God created them as queens, you know, and part of being a woman and walking that identity as a queen is in modesty. Yeah. You know, so of course we never want to offend anybody, of course, how they choose to live their life. But I also want to speak the truth in love mm-hmm. and um, dressing modestly, living in a lifestyle of modesty, of sexual purity is honorable and is what God created in not only women for, but all men as well, you know, yeah. so. I think I think what what usually happens when this comes up is people will and there's something else we'll talk about later that's similar. People will say, "Oh, well, you're only saying this about women. What about the men?" Mm. And it's interesting because we talk about everybody the same way, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to throw that at us. But is there a double standard at all? Do we hold women to a higher standard than we hold men to um, in this particular scenario? Not real. I mean. Not, well, yeah, I, I'll say, I'll say, yeah, because I, I would say that I would have the same reaction. I did have the same reaction when Plies came to Birthday Bash in Atlanta and did the same thing. Well, he took his breast up? No, 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 no. <laughs> he was just like, you know, um, I'm about to do something nasty for all the ladies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like, yo, really? Come on. You know, it was guys in the room, too. You know? <laughs> That's what, that like, was your problem with it? <laughs> no, it was like, it, to me, it was like, I, it's so many different reasons why that bothered me, but the the main thing is, you know, we checked them too. You know, even on this show, we checked them. So it's like you have to you have to demand more from 
your 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 you have to demand more from society at this point. At this point, we can we cannot afford to be on the side of um, just letting things go. Yeah, you know, I feel like. I feel like I, I talk to, I talk about this all the time with my wife and other people. I feel like I God knows exactly what generation I should have been a part of, but there's parts of me that feel so like old school and traditional that I can go back and in this immediate moment start like reminding people of civil rights and how hard it was to fight for different rights to be able to say and do different things, and so we just kind of take advantage of that and we beat it into the ground. And we don't show appreciation for it when we get to these moments where, you know, we have the we have the the world stage, we have the attention and then we just fumble the ball. Well, so the, the seems like the core issue here is, is the Essence Festival changing? Is music changing? Oh, are we absolutely. are we getting worse as far absolutely. as displays of sin? I, I may want to challenge that. And I wish Jeremiah was here for this one yeah, specific I reason, because I may want to challenge that. But. Uh, I, I have a poll question for you, and I want—I don't know if Crispy is uh, in there yet, but I want to know if you had a choice. Would you rather see at the Essence Festival? Would you rather see Megan Thee Stallion, Janelle Monae, Indyre, or Shirley Caesar? Who would you pay a ticket to go see at the Essence Festival? I want y'all to answer that. I want y'all to answer that. I want to. I'll reveal the the results. Don't remind so, me. Please remind me. Let's back up because I want to see how far are y'all. Are y'all re- <laughs> What do y'all really want? Because throw, I feel like people got all kinds of different morality. Let's in the throw Lauren in there because Lauren had a nope. night. No, nope. I need I need nope. Lauren to be. Those in there. are the choices. We did this on the call. You I mean, I'm there. going India nope. before Shirley okay. Caesar. You got it. Well, that, I need to know why. Second thing is, second thing is, is music really worse? Is it really worse? Growing up in the '90s, we had Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, Luke. You 69 still, boys Snoop was putting out like porn music videos but you still talk about it a was handful bad. it was not whereas a handful whereas the young ladies that are coming out today are all going in that direction no, you just don't know the ones talk, that aren't you just don't know it's the not ones that many of them out there that are getting radio play or attention from labels I'm just saying that's the case my pers- personally the 90s were worse dude put, put a poll I out don't, about that I don't know were the 90s hip hop worse or is so here's today the worse? Here's Do another poll, Crispy, because I need like what I heard. I heard, I heard simulated acts on a record with Lil Kim and Biggie. I don't hear that now. So here's the thing, though. It was bad. That was censored. It was not censored. That was censored. You you that was that you had to buy the explicit copy of the CD because I didn't know about that until yesterday and you told me. So I didn't have the copy Am of I that CD. So that didn't exist in my world. But you know it exists on YouTube. Every music video that these young ladies are putting out. You don't have to click it. I don't have to click it, but I'm saying it's out there. Like I couldn't get to I'll say a Biggie that, album if I unless I went to the store, made the conscious decision to buy the album. I would say that the access is different but the content somebody just just do these were the stars of the genre making absolute trash they weren't absolute okay. trash all right am i somebody please right. am i making this up <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna i'm still gonna say yeah back me up on this mm. there's there was still just a handful it wasn't a handful. there was a handful i feel like it's the same where bro. right now it's a truckload I feel like it's the same there's nothing new under the sun i oh, feel I like get all that. throughout history i get that culture continually repeats itself 
and different cultural expressions. You know what I mean? So I feel like, ah, I mean, is it more like drill music's popping? You know what I mean? But then again, like Murder, Shoot 'em Up, Bang Bang was popping then yeah. too. It's always been popping. Dude, you, you, know? you weren't exposed to it, but I'm telling you, it wasn't that hard to find. So here's what we're going to do. I wasn't even allowed to listen to hip hop and I got it. So... I don't know what was going on with you. Mm-hmm. It, it was bad, bro. We cannot do Where's this Jeremiah? right now, but you, I guarantee Jeremiah, you, if you we at? went back and we looked at the Two top live 20. live crew, okay, NWA. If we went back to the top 20 female artists in that, in that, in that era, right? The late, top 20. Late 90s. Late 90s, right? And we put Who them up against the females that are out right now. You're so going to you have... just focus on the women. I'm, I'm talking about... I'm talking about the um, the fact that how many how many in late '90s? I'm not talking about MC Light, and you can't count them. I'm talking about late '90s. Mm-hmm. Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, who who is you, who else is you're, there? You're like counting Lauren. Trina. Who are you counting, Lauren? I'm counting Lauren. Yeah, take Lauren out. She no, was, she no, was singing you can't by do that. that. I'm saying I, you got to put up the top twenty of that genre of that era versus the top twenty today, and I guarantee you the top twenty today is going to be all young ladies that. But this is the most women we've ever had pop at the same time, though. So it's a little bit hard mm. to to judge. But all they're talking about is their sexual Trina. Thank you. Their Trina. Sexual, I said Trina. This is a lot of people. What are you talking about? Trina, Foxy, Lil Kim, all the major Just female rappers were 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 this. It's the same three. stuff. I'm naming all of them. I'm naming most of them. That's all they had at the time. The only thing is, I'm this. not even counting y'all. The only thing artists. is this. Atlanta artists. Out of the okay, I, I don't want to put myself out here and, and make a mistake because I don't really know, but they were still making videos with their clothes on. No, sir. When you had, who no, made a video without their clothes on? Oh my gosh! So you just didn't see Lil Kim? I didn't see any Lil. I, I, I know Lil Kim had an album cover, and it stopped there for me. Didn't listen to any so you songs. Didn't, you didn't watch beat. You didn't watch MTV. I did, know? but that stuff was censored. I'm saying, who out there? Who out in the still, '90s? Still, young ladies still censored had the a same way, had man. a video like WAP. That that WAP really messed you up, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah there were worse songs back then. There were worse songs back there then. There can be worse songs, right? But we were invited into those young ladies' bedrooms. Like that was there was nothing left to the imagination in those videos. You might as well have considered yourself their husband for the whatever time frame you watched that video. All, all I say is this: regardless, which was worse? I think it was. I saw, I saw some. Still ain't seen what I saw in the nineties. I'll just tell you that. Um, but what is the what is the response? Like, what do you tell them? Because what I'm seeing from NDRE is that anybody who tries to hold anybody accountable, you get killed. I mean, what are you supposed to do? DL how do you, how do you does that this? a lot with our young men. What hold them accountable? DL. What do you say? I mean, he just does that. Like, you know, talks about you know the the, the music and the styles and things of that nature. But and he gets destroyed too. I think it's expected. I think we're at a place right now where you've got 13 to 26-year-olds out there that don't care about censorship. They didn't grow up with it. So now all of a sudden you're telling them what they can and can't see, you know, live and in public. I didn't I didn't read her statement. I don't know what she said specifically, but I think it's all about approach. I'm I'm like I said I don't know what she said specifically I'm sure her heart posture was right right trying yeah. to stand for what's right mm-hmm. but just like when it comes to a relationship in life 
I can I can correct something or I can address something to you in two different ways. It can be yeah. true, but how do I approach it? I can like police you, like, hey, bro, why you why you sagging your pants? That lady is crazy. You know what I mean? That's whatever, and I can shoot you up. Or I can pull up next to you as a friend. I have a rapport with you, mm-hmm. and I can lovingly share with you a different perspective that I feel is more healthy. So I feel like whenever we approach culture, not in a policing way, but standing for truth in a way that you're ministering in love or you're addressing the truth in love, I feel like it can be, it can be received better. And it's not from like an opposing, attacking way. I don't know how she said it or what she said specifically. That was all she said. It was just this comment. I, I, feel, like, yeah. I feel like Bill Cosby messed up moments like this. What do you mean? He messed up moments like this because he was attacking black men, telling them to pull up their pants, yeah. telling them to and talk he, the right way. And, he was out here. and then he's out there garbage. <laughs> and then it's like, this guy, what are, you, what are you talking about? So I think he ruined moments where people could get upset and tell you the real and don't care what anybody else has to say about how you delivered it versus you delivered it as a hypocrite. I'm just it's just interesting to see the wave of reaction is yeah, they're, you know, take off the clothes like it's like I'm just a little curious. And and we should have some women in here for this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of this. So I'm just asking y'all then. Um the what is the freedom you are seeking? Because the freedom you're seeking looks like exactly what men wanted you to do in the first place. They want you to take off your clothes. They want you to shake your butt. I think what, they want to. You're think, doing what the guys wanted you to do in the first place. When I, I, I just That's the part yeah. that I don't get. I'm aware. I can't ask that question. There's no young ladies here. So I'm yeah. asking y'all, what is the freedom you are seeking? It looks just like 90s. Hip hop to me. I saw an interview with Megan Thee Stallion on The Breakfast Club where she was like, I want to be able to talk about my sex life on on record the way everyone else, the way men have talked about their sex life. And I don't want it to be trashy. I don't want it to come off, you know, as a as a um, as a negative. Like it should be the positive way that I express my sexuality and the women that follow me can do the same. Yeah, I, I often hear that. Oh, well. They're doing it so I can do it. They're doing it. What I'm saying is none of y'all should be doing it. Yeah. It's all bad. It's all yeah. wrong. It's all, it's all, it makes, it, it, it makes your soul worse. All of y'all. Stop, it does. Just stop doing it, period. Don't use other people's sin to justify your sin. Like, it, just stop doing it. And I can't talk to anybody who's not a Christian. I'm just talking about yeah. to the Christians that are confused by this. There is no... There is no freedom in this. Yeah. There's no freedom in saying, oh, I'm going to be more myself or more free by doing exactly what <laughs> they want you to do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, what what are you doing? What, what kind of freedom are you showing when I guess you don't, you're the one that chose it? Okay. But I'm just telling you, man, like, it's, it's not, it's not there. If it may feel like the right answer to say, I should be able to do whatever I want, but I, I guarantee you, go back to God. The, the freedom is in following Him. That's the only true answer to this question. It's not trying to one up men or men trying to one up other. Like it's only about going back to the source and following what He said. That is the only answer. Let me, so what? let me ask you a question. We met we met Big Lotto when she was like what maybe eleven years old. Mm. If she come if she came in for an interview, what would you say to her? 
now to convince her to change her her messaging based on what we knew her message was when she was 11 like is it like what questions would you ask her would you ask her like is this about the money is this about the industry is this about the fame for you because you can't say that i'm empowering young little i i want to empower little girls i want to show young ladies da, da 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 like this is not the role model that we want our daughters to grow up seeing i like that question because it, it reminds me that there's no point in fixing these behaviors without the only thing we should be discussing is what's your relationship with God like? Yeah. Are you talking to Jesus? Because I can't, there's no, I can't formulate an argument to get you to stop taking your clothes off on stage. But what I can do is remind you of, I don't even know if she, she didn't say she was a Christian back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if she was reminding you that mm -hmm. go back to your first love, dive in deep with Jesus. Cause I know he can change your mind. Mm -hmm. I can't. So we could talk about yeah. all this stuff all the time. It's just it's just a way to kind of engage in the culture. But I can't convince anybody to change anything mm -hmm. about how they're behaving. But I can remind you, go back to God. Now, what was he'll, interesting, he'll when we met her, her dad was like her manager. Yeah. Her dad was right beside her. He was passing out the flyers, giving us the CD, like, this is my little girl, da, 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 da. So the question now becomes, where is he? In this situation, does he approve? Is he still living? Pray, oh, pray to God he is. But where is he in this situation? Is he somebody that's going to be like, oh, baby, that, that check is okay. The label, the pay, girl, tss, go, go, you know, or no, bring it back in. Bring it back in. Do we have responsible parents, Christian or non-Christian, that are going to reel their young kids back in when it starts to go left and when they start to seek the wrong I think the question is even before that. If you know you're taking your son or daughter into an industry where the way to succeed is talk about drugs, mm -hmm. violence, gangs, sex, yeah. take off your clothes, that you know that from the beginning. That's how you succeed in this. Mm, I got a question for you. What's the purpose of even bringing them in the first place? I have a question for you. You guys know music better than I do. You know this this artist more probably, you know, more about the inside industry. Was Matthew Knowles the right direction for Beyonce and then he marries her off to the wrong direction or was she destined to be that person even under his leadership and guidance for all that time you know what I'm saying like was it a father's love that kept destiny's child destiny's child and then she marries her husband that takes it to I a think so. I think different side I think it's age I think every Every artist, when they hit a certain age, they want to prove that they're a man or they're a woman. Mm -hmm. that, that happens so almost no matter. I don't even know Matthew knows. I don't even know if he's a good person. So mm -hmm. I don't. I don't want to put that on. But I think every artist at some point they try to leave that Disney Channel phase and they try to go into a more take mm -hmm. me serious. I'm real out here phase. That that phase is hard to navigate because you got to turn down a lot of opportunities if you choose not to go that route. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just a hard, it's a minefield. I don't know what to tell somebody that's in that spot, you know, like what yeah. you have to, you have to basically decide I'm not going to be famous. I'm not going to be as successful as them because I'm not willing to do that. That's hard. That's a hard choice. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey. Hard it can be. I, I'm an artist as well. And whenever you release a song you think is dope, you're like, man, this is gonna be the one. 
you have to go through the process of marketing. That's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. Not in a mass email, not a spam, individual emails customized exactly what they asked for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music, and we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com forward slash single maximizer. Take advantage of it right now. It's an amazing tool. Check it out. Let us know your success stories. Tell us what works. Trackstars.com. Go check it out right now. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reichert, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Before you start, man, yep. um, I need to reveal the results of the poll. All right, so question. Who would you pay to see at the Essence Festival? Indy Irie, Shirley Caesar, Meg, Meg the Stallion, and Janelle Monae. Uh, the winner was Indy Irie. Yeah. Indy Irie. So that was actually yeah. the order. Indy Irie, Shirley Caesar, second. Meg the Stallion and then Janelle Monet last. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Shirley Caesar would have been my second as well, um, and you know I think that's just just one of the things that we as Christians have to ask ourselves. Like when you start putting up, you know, these four categories, where are you going with it? You know, like there's a there's a kingdom choice, like but we don't choose that. Most of us have Netflix subscriptions and probably just, none of just, us have I just want I just want to know why y'all would pick Indy Irie over Shirley Caesar. She ain't like Megan Thee Stallion was Christian. my choice. <laughs> you know so she ain't, a Christian, she ain't a Christian. So, so Indy Irie just had those cuts. That's why I said put Lauren in there so I could really tell you the truth of what I would do. But, but definitely why y'all not? not picking Shirley Caesar? I mean she's like a Christian. Is <laughs> <laughs> she making the music? <laughs> <laughs> she keeping she just up. Just had a hit. Dimes. Dreams, dreams, tomatoes, tomatoes. All right. Hey, um, hey, 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 hey. Okay. Hey. Go ahead. I don't know if I want to see that though. <laughs> uh man. So uh Entertainment Report Time 2023 Spin Award nominations. The track stars have four Spin Award nominations. Best late night evening show, best radio show of the year, two or more host, medium major market radio show of the year, and co-host of the year. Uh, we also have a lot of the GH3 and the Holy Culture family nominated as well. So shout out to them. Please go vote for us at thespinawards.com. All right. CHH gets a spice deal. I've been hearing about this for a good minute. Glad it's finally out. Belito Foods wants you to discover the world of taste, powering the branding, an arm of faith in spice uh, for the historic celebrity hip hop um, seasoning deal with some uh, Christian hip hop seasoning deal with some of the superstars of Christian hip hop and gospel rap, including MC Nice, Miles Minnick, Canton Jones, Andy Rose, Brian Trejo, Miss Tiffany, and Legendary Flavor Fest with Urban D. Um, so that's interesting, right? So, uh, Belito Foods got together, um, powered by some of the heads of CHH, and they put out a uh, seasoning blend. In the name of these artists. So that's really cool. So you've got like a, 
Um, it was like rap snacks. For yeah. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> nice and savory seasoning. Um, MC Nice, Miles Minnick, All Purpose, Base, uh, Base Spice, Canton Jones, Chicken Seasoning. I'm definitely going to order that one because that's all I eat. Uh, Angie Rose, uh, Adobe Seasoning. Adobe. Adobe. Oh, yeah, I see that. Adobe. Um, Brian Trejo, Street Tacos Seasoning. Miss Tiffany, All Purpose, Southern Rub Seasoning, and Urban D Flavor Fest uh, Greek Blend Seasoning. So the pre-sale is out right now. You can go to ValitoFoods.com. It's going to uh, release on July 14th, but it'll be in um, brick-and-mortar stores and fully on the website come August. So you that's didn't, really you cool. Didn't, you didn't get a deal for us, like Trackstar's Lemon Pepper or nothing? I put it out there. Okay. <laughs> I did put it out there. Right. I heard I was going to – I was told I'll hear something back in a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Big shout out to Pastor Tommy though, man, the OG and my oh, dog yeah. Brian, Brian Trejo, man. Yeah. Hey, it's pretty cool. It's kind of symbolic, man, because we are what the salt yeah, of the earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we are the seasoning, even in the food now. The there season, you go. So there you go. I think I think um Jeremiah got to taste some of these spices oh, already. Did. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think he he went out to L.A. and had a little rendezvous oh, that's right, and that's right. got a chance to uh check out some of the spices. Um, in other news, we've got Threads and Spills coming out as a Twitter uh, com- competitor. So Threads and Spills was introduced to the world this week. Spill is founded by a pair of former Twitter executives looking to carve out a space for diverse voices. Threads is being launched by Twitter's arch rival Meta, which has been looking to capitalize on Twitter's business since Elon Musk bought Twitter. And I have to say, man, I'm I'm looking for something better than Twitter. Okay, I really so am. I don't I don't know anything about Spill, so I'm gonna focus on Threads. Have you signed up for Threads? Spill kind of sounds to me like they might be rivaling. Um, uh, what was the one, uh, the house thing that we were we were uh, you were on beta for? Oh man, this is that thing that Clubhouse. There you go, Clubhouse. Yeah, Spill's like invite only, just like Clubhouse. I there think. you go. So yeah. yeah, they are rivals of that. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care about that one. Threads. Okay. okay. Have you signed up for Threads yet? No. You. Yeah. You have. Yeah. yeah. You signed up for Threads, Jerry? I've been getting so many like notifications about Threads. So what what's genius about Threads is first of all, Meta made it. It's an Instagram company. And they put it in your settings somewhere. I don't even I can't even get back to it, but it popped up try this threads thing, right? You click it and it it ports over all your Instagram settings. So you don't have to set up nothing. All your bio, your 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 photo, oh, wow. everything gets ported over to threads, right? And you can port over all your friends. So every time somebody signs up, you're automatically f- going to start following all the people you already follow on Instagram and they automatically follow you back if they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly like just since we've been sitting here, I've gotten like three or four like hey so and so start following you so and so start following you. So in a two days or something, they they got 30 million subscribers just off of that. And here's the deal. Elon Musk is threatening to sue Meta because they say Threads is just a Twitter copycat. So I'm not finding that. You're not finding it? Mm-mm. Interesting. So so this is going to be a war between Mark Zuckerberg and and Elon Musk for quite a while. It looks almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So my question for you guys is, especially you as an mm-hmm. artist, should we as Christians, as Christian content creators and creatives, should we be jumping on something like the Reds since it's starting to catch fire as soon as possible so that we can stake a claim so we can have a ministry like foothold into it? I think a lot of us missed the, the TikTok wave mm-hmm. when that started. Ryan tried, but he failed at that. <laughs> um should we be jumping into the thread stream right now? Yeah, of course, man. I think it's a given. 
honestly, whenever I first seen it pop up, bro, I immediately was just discouraged and frustrated <laughs> just because social media is such a big task. It it's is. like, here's yeah. another thing that you have to be intentional about marketing on. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's a given, man. If you're an artist and not only an artist wanting to, you know, market your music, but most importantly, to proclaim the gospel and to minister through social media, I think it's a given. Of course, you know what I mean? You want to jump on early and, um, you know what I mean, just try to create a platform to reach people. I must be special because it's not even coming up on my Google. <laughs> Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so okay. So I, I I agree with you, but is this the right one? There's a lot of there's Mastodon, there's Threads, there's Spill, there's there's another one, Blue Ocean or something like that. Mm. There's a, there's a ton of them coming out. How do you know which? One? Are you just jumping on all of them? Nah, I'm only jumping on Threads because it's popping. Every you, that's you, all you everyone's talking popping. about okay. is Threads. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. And just like you said, it, it com- immediately transfers right over. It's easy. Yeah, and that's all everyone's posting, even on the Instagram feed, is the little Instagram the uh, Thread um, posts. All right, so, so I'm gonna I'm pop open Threads right now. They don't want me to join because I can't find it. <laughs> I'm going to pop open threads right now. And here here are my suggestions. Obviously, I see everybody on here. Lecrae's on here. Porsche's on here. I see everybody jumping over here. Um, the only reason I... And this is just this is just my anecdotal um, feedback. Give me an invite. The only, no invite. The only reason I go to Twitter <laughs> is to look at the trending tab to see what... That's like my news. Mm-hmm. I, I go to the trending to see what people are talking about. Right? If it doesn't... I don't see that yet. If it doesn't have that functionality to me, then I, I don't just go on Twitter to see what other people are talking about. I want to see what everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. So I don't see. Maybe let me let me look. Around. I think on the so homepage it does it does. I do think that. you have to be inside Instagram before you can see it. Maybe I don't think but there's I, an I don't app. see I don't see that functionality. Somebody help me. Is there a trending section of threads? I'm just seeing people's just conversations on here. I don't see like a news. So if they want to really compete for me. They're gonna have to add that functionality because that's the only reason I go to Twitter. I don't read y'all's messages. I don't mm. post anything really. Yeah. I just go to see what the general consensus is when we're coming up with topics or whatever. So until they have that, it's it's kind of useless for me. So we'll see. We'll see. I want to know. <laughs> you don't have to do yeah, it I'll right do now. It now. <laughs> um, so y'all let me know are y'all on threads already have you heard about it literally it's only been out like three days so have you heard about it i cannot stop hearing about it uh, everybody is yeah. talking about it so anyway what happens when you're sick bro you hear nothing not uh, what so that's what happens when you so get you sick. just I just haven't opened your phone either I you think if you're anything he's praying he's, he's he's having death prayers the past <laughs> week he's like, god please think, preserve my life i think that they are um they don't, don't think they want me on there man i don't think you're you, this it's not possible that you don't see threads like literally it's everywhere bro i'll no. do it for you i'll yeah, do it for you nothing right, <laughs> not even on google that don't make sense <laughs> i see a logo but it it's just all on instagram it's not it's not on anywhere else all right we'll figure it out for you bro yeah like y'all in this club but I can't get in and introduce y'all to TikTok oh wait a minute hold on I think I might have found it is that it you don't have to do it right now right (laughs) anyway (laughs) yep so um, another news Kiki uh, do you love me Kiki Palmer's boyfriend Darius Dalton Jackson defended himself then deleted his Twitter account after he came under fire for publicly shaming the nope star on social media, his account has been reactivated but set to private. By Thursday afternoon, Jackson disappeared from Twitter this week after criticizing the outfit Palmer recently wore to Usher's last, uh, well, his Las Vegas residency. 
He tweeted his disapproval in response to a viral video of Usher uh, serenading Palmer, who sported a, a stylish black bodysuit underneath a sheer patterned dress at the singer's concert. So what do you think about that? Well, we're going to get into this more later, um, so I don't want to say too much now. Mm. But, yeah, uh, if you ever heard about this, we're going to play the video that... that uh, Sound like he was feeling like every every other man who has a a, a, a wife that he don't want to show too much because he we'll yelled see. out like... I, I'll show it to you, and then you, de- you decide if he did the right thing. Cool. All right, copy section this week. Uh, four brothers, uh, four brothers, Samson the Strong, Trials and Tribulations, YB, Dreams Don't Have Deadlines, Outcry, uh, Photo Dump Volume 2, Singles, KB, Glory to Glory, Q-Flow, Showtime, Big Breeze, Steve Austin, Don Reddy, Young Chris, Miles Minnick, DJ Michael V, The Way, John Keith, Please, Paris Careers, Preach, Linga the Boss, Still Standing, Christina Whittakey, uh, Focus Forward, Mike and Feel Good Playlist. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Milk and Feel Good Playlist. I didn't say Mike, doesn't it? Uh, Milk and Feel Good Playlist. Make sure you check it out on Spotify. All right. All right, man. We got E.I. the King in the building with us, man. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Man, our brother from me, the dog. trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, that'll make more sense later. But I just want to make sure we get a chance to get to know you, man. Tell them just a little bit about your testimony, yeah. how you guys are. We got to hear a lot about it, but I want them to hear it. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you all for having me, man. Greatly appreciate it, man. It's mm-hmm. an honor to be here. Um, so, yeah, my name is E.I. The King. Um, I've done over 12 years in prison. I just came home. I think it's been like 20 months now, uh, going on two years uh, from the age of 18 to 31 I've done over 12 years in prison. I've only been in society during that time for 14 months. Right now is the longest I've been home since I was 16 years old. Um, So just, man, from a young age, I didn't have the worst upbringing, the worst childhood. Um, Just, you know, my father absent from the home, single mother raising me and my sister, always working. Grandma raised us. Uh, I was just an athlete, man, my whole life, you know, just found my purpose and my fulfillment on the football field. Long story short, just being attracted to the street culture at a young age because of one of my best friends, older brother, was a dope boy. Uh, I was a captain of the football team, captain of the defense, so I always, you know, was drawn to leadership, and I seen how much leadership he had in the streets. So that was, like, the first attraction to me to the street lifestyle. You know, he used to come out to the football field with all these chunks on, mouth full of walled up with golds, and he used to gamble all this money on our football games. Long story short, that got me to be attracted to the street culture. Mm. So at a young age, you know, just always trying to prove myself. I was the smallest kid in every class, smallest kid in every football team, always fighting, always trying to overachieve and approve my worth to other people uh, that led me to fight a lot and to be overly aggressive to be an over communicator mm-hmm. um, so from a young age man in and out of juvenile detention juvenile programs juvenile facilities and just getting institutionalized at a young age wow. robbing selling drugs and from that starting at the age of 18 when my high school graduating class was walking down getting their high school diplomas I was already walking down prison hallways wow. uh, going to prison for the first time at 18 by the age of 23 I was already in prison my third time um, so just getting just being institutionalized man at a young age just you know throwing my life away having no direction no purpose just trying to find my fulfillment in you know the street lifestyle the street fame the street glory yeah. and just being left empty and broken every time uh, but praise be to God man and his faithfulness just meeting me in my brokenness meeting me at my lowest low I encountered Jesus throughout my incarceration he completely transformed my life 
Uh, but I always share with my testimony, man, I got saved at 18 when mm. I was in the county jail, going wow. to prison my first time. So I went to prison three times after that. Wow. And that was a genuine conversion. You know what I mean? Like God really led me to repentance and gave me salvation. But I always share with this with my testimony, man. I got in a fight the very next morning. And, um, you know, throughout my prison biz would be a time when God would use mature men in Christ who had life sentences to mentor me and disciple me and authentically seek Jesus. Mm. But every time I came home, I wasn't continuing to be discipled. I wasn't plugged in the Christian community. I wasn't being held accountable. Uh, slowly but surely, I go right back to the streets and get caught up in the same destructive cycle of the street lifestyle. And every time God in his faithfulness and his love would chastise me, discipline me, put me on my neck. And because of my hypocrisy and my unfaithfulness, I go right back to prison. Uh, but my last bid, which was my longest bid, praise be to God, he led me to a deeper place of intimacy, a full surrender. But ultimately, too, God really began to show me the purpose and the call that he had upon my life and his anointing he placed upon my life as a pastor, as a teacher, as a preacher. And this is a servant and as a disciple maker. So a big encouragement we always give to the streets and to dope boys, that hustle and ambition that we have naturally is a God-given gift. We just pervert it in the streets. We pervert it in the trenches. But really, that's a God-given gift to hustle for the kingdom to share the gospel to evangelize mm-hmm. so when I began to walk in that anointing and that giftedness throughout my last prison bid my whole last prison bid which was my longest bid it was a missionary journey and mm-hmm. God has blessed me with the opportunity to plant and to pastor and to serve and to lead four, four inmate led churches and just being consistent man in a deeper place of intimacy God has given me vision for my release and man it's been history since man and God in his faithfulness gave me a huge crazy vision while I was in prison and from the moment I came home man God's been faithful and he's been fulfilling it and uh, that's the vision, bro. Yeah. Wow. That's so. so good, man. That's so man. good. Man, so if you, if you don't know, um, about a month or so ago, um, there's a young man that's on death row at Parchment in Mississippi. Easter. Um, and he he um, reached out to us. He's been in communication with us for a couple years now. And he always wanted to throw like a really good Christian hip-hop concert for uh, his, his unit. So... He's been trying to, you know, get with me for a long time, trying to plan it out. And um, I hit up Doc because we're looking for artists. And he was like, yo, you got to get EI. Mm. I was like, okay, cool, cool. So we talked. And um, it was like, yo, this is perfect. You were like, I want to be there. And even when, because we, we weren't um, running the concert. It was actually the young man. Mm. He So he was paying for everything. He was doing all that him, himself. Mm-hmm. And when he told us, he was like, man, I, I just don't have that much money. Um, to even cover like travel and I was like hey bro he don't have it and you were like I'm coming sure and mm-hmm. I was like wow bro like this is so okay yeah. so he comes and just the way just watching you deliver your testimony it's like there's some people who go and they perform and it's like it's like a it's a performance right you it's obvious you cared about those young yes. men man. like you yes. cared about them and and it just it just shown through how how important it was for you to let them know that there was better for them of course and just watching you work in that room, man, it was it was unbelievable. You 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 performed, and then you actually preached a sermon afterwards. Mm-hmm. And we had people get saved, bro. It mm-hmm. was it was amazing, man. Um, we got a letter from one of the guys. Okay, yeah, we got Fire. a letter uh, a couple of weeks ago That's from dope, one of man. the guys that um, got saved. That had the questions. He was a um, he was a Muslim before, um, and then I think he was a Muslim when we met him. Right, like he had, he was he was a Christian at one point. Then he converted to Islam, right? And then he said that what he's on the fence. I don't. I didn't see it. You talked to him. Yeah, I talked to him there, but I didn't see what you were talking about. Yeah, that's that's what he said. Okay. When Mm -hmm. I walked out on y'all's conversation, Um, and we told him to write to us. 
gave him information and he wrote to us. So, I mean, right. it's definitely impact that God has done that will continue to go forward. And so, yeah, it's really, really good. So just talk a little bit about when you're in those moments, because you do this a lot. Like you yeah. go around to different prisons and give back as much mm-hmm. as possible. What are you thinking when you're in there? Like, what do you think you need to say? What do you think would work on you? You yeah, know, like, yeah. I, I can see you processing. Of course. Yeah. Well, what are you thinking when you? Yeah, doing? I would say first of all, man. Like that was the first time I went back into a prison yeah, was yeah, with y'all, and yeah. that was Mississippi State Prison. Yeah. Man, shout out to everybody at Parch, man. <laughs> yeah. Love y'all. Yeah. Praying for y'all, man. Have the chaplain reach out to me because I want to come back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, that was my first time going back into the prison, and I just got off parole. I think maybe like two or three months before that. Yeah. So before I couldn't go in because of parole. So. So for me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one thousand percent honest. I do it number one, obviously, into obedience unto God, because mm-hmm. I know that's the first fruit of His anointing and the call that He plays upon my life. But also, I'm gonna keep it a buck too, man. Number two, I do it for me, bro, yeah, because mm-hmm. I know that like when I go back into those places, bro, that that's my why. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. some of my closest best friends, man, got life sentences and they're living vicariously through me. I did the majority of my adult life in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I go back into that environment, when I go back into prison, man, that's home. In a sense, of course, praise God, I'm free. You know what yes. I mean? This is my home now. Yeah. But I spent the majority of my adult life incarcerated as well as my young childhood and teenage years. So, man, that's where God transformed my life at. So if I know that's where God transformed my life, that's where the that's where the revival is taking place right now. Mm-hmm. So when I go back in, man, I know what God's doing in my life right now is for the sole purpose, obviously for his glory, but to be an example to them. Yeah. I'm nobody. I'm jacked up. I'm broken. I still wrestle with a lot of things, but God's doing it in me to be a living proof and example unto them. Yeah. God mm-hmm. wants to do the same exact thing in y'all's life. All we got to do is surrender, saying, Jesus, I can't. Here I am. He got huge purpose for your life. God, show me what your will for me. He gives you a vision. He's faithful and he fulfills it. So when I go yeah. back in, man, I just want to keep it a buck, man. I just want to share everything God did in my life while I was incarcerated because sometimes while we're locked up we get so focused upon release when we want to come home and that's great of course we want to be prepared we want God to miraculously deliver us if they got life sentences or we want to hurry up and come home if we got an EOS day Mm -hmm. end of sentence date but also too man God had me really focused while I was in about the mission there yeah, yeah. to be, understand the assignment and the mission around me because when they begin to walk in their purpose there not only will that prepare them for release yeah. but it won't be a prison sentence any longer mm-hmm. it'll be a missionary yeah. journey it'll be yeah. a grind because they're in the midst of the harvest that's mm-hmm. so that's always on my heart bro and I just always want to go in this love on those men and I, I receive from them they always encourage yeah. me yeah. they love and pour into me so mm-hmm. I, man it's, it's an honor to go back every time you reminded me of how historic that moment was that was literally the first time in history mind you this is parchment if you ever heard about Parchment, it's a notorious prison. If you've seen the movie Life, Life, yeah. uh, Life was based off of Parchment. It's it's kind of like a plantation style prison where it's like it's not just a building, it's it's like a land. It's like yeah. tons of acres of land with several yeah. different houses and buildings all over it. Yeah. And if you if you've seen Life, you kind of kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and if you read up on Parchment, it's it's crazy stories that's come yeah, out of yeah, there. Yeah. So we're in we're not just in the prison, we're in death row. Yeah. Yeah. So. This was the first ever concert they've ever had where they let the death row inmates just inmates just walk around together mm. in the same place freely, freely. Like they were just walking around, no chains, no nothing. Just mm-hmm. just having conversations with them, walking around. Uh, AI was, was uh, getting their testimonies on film and we, we giving them food. It was it was unbelievable, man. So this was a historic moment, and you were the perfect person to bring to that moment, man. Like we were just yeah. like I was looking at Ryan, like yo. 
This is incredible. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. It was. Fire. And what means the most so much to me, too, when it comes to the music, right? Because 90% of the music that's released right now, God led me to write while I was incarcerated. Wow. Yeah. So that was like sense of therapy for me while I was incarcerated, writing these songs. Of yeah. course, God used it while I was in prison to minister to other guys I was incarcerated with. But it was from a place of incarceration. You know, yeah. that's the narrative mm-hmm. of the album, the incarceration. So when I go back into the prisons and the county jails, like that's when the lyrics really hit home because that's where I wrote it from yeah. and that's who I write it to yeah. so when they can hear you know what I mean just the the pain of not getting visitations and people not picking up the phone or not hitting canteen mm-hmm. yo it hits home it registers with them because yeah. that's where God bore that fruit from mm-hmm. so it makes the most sense when I go back in that's where not only number one the ministry is the most received that's where God transformed my life at but the music too because they feel that because they're there yeah. and that's where I wrote that at mm-hmm. while I was there you mm-hmm. know what I mean so talk about the music so yeah. um what what was your inspiration for your style? So for the people who haven't heard you yet, like mm. tell them what they can expect if they go grab an EI King. Yeah, project. yeah, most definitely, man. Um, so the album that's out now is called The Incarceration Part Four. The end. It was a four EP, a three EP series. Incarceration Part One, the bid. Part Two, the pain. Part Three, the weight. And then Part Four, which is the album, all of them together, and a couple other loose oh, nice. uh, singles, is the Incarceration Part Four. The end. Uh, so it's a whole narrative of the entirety of my incarceration. So I got audio clips, real life audio wow. clips from my sentencing from the judge from me asking for a furlough listen god gave me a vision in prison man so we recorded man for years i recorded prison phone calls because yeah. i was god gave me a vision while in prison that this was gonna be my first project mm. so we recorded prison phone calls while i was in my dog record the phone calls to his phone yep. so we saved it and we interweaved them within the tracks uh, all the visitation videos all that so um yeah you're just gonna get a, a hard honest authentic look inside of what i experienced throughout my incarceration mm. The pain of feeling forgotten and feeling abandoned, the thoughts of suicide, but ultimately God just ministering unto me and healing me and empowering me in the midst of my brokenness. Yeah. Uh, and this is an inside look of my incarceration, man. So yeah, that's that's incredible, bro. Yeah. Definitely. All right, before we let you go off of this part, yeah, I want to. We're gonna do something new. We haven't okay. done this before. We're gonna do a rapid fire round with you, All just right. so we, people get to know you better. Yes, sir. All right, you ready? Let's go. Mac or PC? Oh, uh, Mac all day iPhone or Android? iPhone all day. <laughs> Apple. Calvinist. Apple, Apple. Calvinist or Armenian? Calvinist all day. Basketball or football? Hold on, uh, but you can't confine me to a theological I construct. Knew you gonna, Go I, knew, I knew you were going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right, but you got to stick to the... Yes yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. He's like, bro, this is one, 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 one response. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's good. If, if, we do that, if we do that to other people, because I know I'll be like, oh, no, whoa, whoa. I'm going to say explain, Calvinist, yeah, but you can't put Kyle in the theological box. Yeah, you know, yeah. so. right. Basketball or football? Uh, football all day. Pac or Biggie? Pac. Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> Jordan. Sugar or salt in your grits? Sugar. Wow. Okay. All right. There I don't go. even need grits, but prison gave you sugar, so. <laughs> Flo- Florida or anything else? Florida, man, okay, all day. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Even though I got to represent H-Town. I'm from Houston originally, okay, okay, okay. but I was raised in Florida, so yeah. I'm forever Florida. It's always Florida. Yeah, always Florida. Man, thank you, man. Tell them how they can find you, how they can support you, bro. Yeah, man, listen, E.I. The King, you can follow me on Instagram, E.I. The King underscore. Go ahead and go to my YouTube, E.I. The King. I got two podcasts. Let Me Talk, Bro. It's on the E.I. The King YouTube channel, and I got 
got the incarceration podcast on YouTube. All I do is talk about prison. Uh, run me up on Apple Music, Spotify. Most importantly, the ministry and the movement is Block Hustle, church in the streets. We're in the trenches throughout the nation, proclaiming the gospel and making disciples. Pray for us. Uh, prisons, man, we want to come in your prison, so reach out to us, man. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Dope. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Some track stars. You haven't already signed up for Nectar Distribution? Honestly, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing, so let me tell you about it. You get unlimited uploads of your music throughout the year. You also keep 100% of the rights. You get to use our one-of-a-kind single maximizer tool in which not only do we push your music to the streaming sites like Spotify, Google Play, and Tidal, but we also push it to music blogs so you can get more eyes on your music. And the best part about it is, it's only $19.99. No, not a month, but a year. Again, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go ahead and sign up today for Nectar Distribution at NectarDistro.com, and we'll see you inside. You are listening to The Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with The Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. Yeah, my. Right now you listen to the track stars. You know what time it is. Yeah. Hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Naming Gate, you track stars music artist, and you are in the field with the family track stars radio. Beef. We got respect for y'all, yeah. but respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the. I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, make sure that you go and check out Nectar Distro. You heard the commercials, basic plans, $19.99 for the year. Get 100% of your royalties back. Make sure that you can uh, join the family and get your music out there to all the different distributions. So join Nectar today, all right? Okay, okay. All right, so we teased this earlier in the entertainment report, but uh, here it is. So, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend gets a lot of backlash for this. (laughs) 
right. So <laughs> if you if you don't if you're wondering what was under the blur, she had basically like a thong on. You could see through it's her. So dress. hard seeing teen childhood stars turn into that like. So hard. Okay, we'll talk about that later. But um, so her boyfriend after that said this on on Twitter or somewhere said uh, it's the outfit though you a mom yeah and he got killed like everybody was like what are you shaming her for being why a you mom? gotta say she that on Twitter it's though. crazy why would you say that out loud? is on, he the boyfriend of the, the ex boyfriend they just had a baby boyfriend <laughs> then after he got killed for that he says we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and he gets told how much of a hater he is this is my family and my representation i have standards and morals to what i believe i rest my case of course he got killed for that too he ended up deleting his social media and they unfollowed each other <laughs> so I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a. So they broke up behind it's, that. It's what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. I mean, they just had a baby, like just, just, just. So, yeah. what do y'all think? Do you do you agree with the internet that he he stepped out of place, or was he right on the money? Now he was definitely right on the money. Um, the only thing is, if my wife, I wouldn't have put it on social media. Yeah, that would have been on your text message, your <laughs> voicemail, um, or a, a or a. Um, text audio file but it wouldn't have been on in social media okay but what do you think his real problem was oh he was jealous so it wasn't the outfit it was usher was, do you guys he lashed out that? on social media so his boys could see that he checked the situation you think that's what it is definitely well, that's not good it's not good okay. it's not but so you you say both of y'all sound like you're saying he's right but he shouldn't have said it yeah he shouldn't media. he shouldn't have publicly shamed her I feel like he publicly shamed her by putting it on social media. Right. Question. You know what I mean? Who is Darius Dalton Jackson? What has he done? I have no idea. But if he he's not famous, with, with he Palmer. was jealous. That's Usher. Okay. So, so you saw it. Uh, was she too extra with Usher? Yeah, she definitely was. You think it wasn't so? even that yeah. bad, honestly. I mean, like, you don't think it was that I bad. think Chris Breezy, he been like the girls that he been doing it with. As far as whenever he performs, like they get down. Yeah. But you know that's I mean? his so that, girlfriend, though. Yeah, that's I feel you. But okay, I mean, okay. it wasn't that. If that bad, was your girl. Would feel? I be jealous? I mean, of course. Yeah. yeah. I think any guy would, honestly. But at, at the same time, no, okay, I'm not to justifying it. Not to justify it, but you're at an R&B concert. Yeah. This is a mega superstar that she grew up idolizing yeah. her whole childhood. So he's grabbing her, by the way, singing to her. It's not It's not overly beyond I, to where I feel it was disrespectful. It, okay. Put some jeans on. Yeah, I mean, say as far as what she was wearing, okay, but you think that's it was a, a combination. But yeah, that's a different. That's a different okay. topic, though. As far as I don't think he was just. Disres- what if she was Usher wearing was like a full, like you know, head to toe <clears throat> dress? I just have to see where his hands were. Around her waist. Okay, it, because see, your waist, kiss your face. Yeah, because it. it was the reenactment of the video, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> if that was Toya, what you what you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Make it real personal. <laughs> so, if she wasn't a celebrity. I could see a young lady saying, like, let me have my moment. This is a guy yeah, that not I Not a young lady, Toya. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like I said, it does change the narrative if she's fully dressed. And if she's not a celebrity and then Usher invites her on stage, that's like, come on now. Like, I'm never going to have another viral moment in my life. This is cool for me. You know, so we can argue about this later. It's cool, but for this other is happening. Wives, it's, yeah, it's cool for other people. This is happening, right? That, I, yeah. I hear the conversation. Yeah, I'm not saying I condone it either way. Because yeah. if that was my daughter, it wouldn't be good either. But 
I don't condone the situation, but I hear the conversation like a young lady explaining to her boyfriend, like, I know you're mad. Yeah, yeah you're jealous. You have a right to be. But this is my moment <laughs> with a celebrity that I grew up loving um, as a childhood, whatever. But the fact that she's a celebrity herself and the fact that, you know, they could have had a conversation behind stage or like, hey, nice to meet you, son, sort of thing is inappropriate. All levels. So, and he okay. should be jealous. So I'm so watching it, I do think it truly was between the two of them not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Friendly. It was just yeah. a performance. It know? was. But I see how I would definitely not be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely be disappointed. Just not just not. I guess the question my- is here's the question, right? What would you have wanted her to do differently? Because I think for the most part, she was trying to be respectful. Mm. The whole spin and showing her booty part, maybe that was too far for him. But what would you want her to do instead? Wear clothes and he can only get the clothes part. It's too late for that. What do you want her to do in that moment? Ushers coming up to her doing the, the swoon thing. What do you do? Push him back. Go sit down. You want you want yeah. yeah yeah you just just had a baby what does a baby have to do with it? I mean you just had a baby you you had a you have what a, is the baby you're in an intimate relationship like okay what if there back. was no what if before before Ryla I'm trying to make this like hit home for you before Ryla does it make a difference did we flip Mike to you I just did I said I said if Alfie was there I you would have a problem that. with it you didn't say that I didn't say her name no oh. but I said I I would have a problem with it. Why does it matter that she just had a baby? I mean, so there's so many re- like he's he's saying that you're a mom, like you have a child that everything lives on social media, everything lives on the internet. So your worry is that your daughter, or oh yeah, son will see and it that's what I'm thinking that he's saying. Like you're a mom now, like you got to respect yourself. You got to make sure that you're putting out, you're, you're putting yourself out there to where people don't see you going crazy and wow. I, I just disagree. I think he would have felt that way regardless, mom or not. You just don't want your wife. But like I said, yeah, on Usher. of course, the clothes are on. The clothes are different. Jeans, blouse, whatever. And he's holding your hand is when I'm okay with Toya being in that oh, situation. You can, you can hold her hand. He can hold her hand because it's part of the song. Like, okay, you're you're serenading so he, 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 a woman. He, he, he could check her out and do all this stuff. That he can hold her hand. I'm saying he can hold her hand. Okay, can't right. put you Should can't put your one. hands anywhere. I mean, I'm. It's interesting because I'm gonna have this conversation with my wife, obviously. Yeah. Right? Okay. And I'm gonna ask her like if you got it, if you had a point, if you were at a point where you could, you know, have a dance with a celebrity. How would you react? How would you react to it? Yeah. How would you be? Yeah. To me, if that was Toya, and I know there's a lot of people who are listening. No, I have a wife, whatever, four and three daughters. I said four, three. Um, I would want her to have that moment. You that would. would that would be special for her. It doesn't have to be like all crazy, but if you're at a concert and they invite you on stage to to sing to you, okay, cool. Okay, I'm all right with that. Interesting. Have a viral moment, but viral God, moment. Have a you viral want everybody moment. Everybody to see it. <laughs> I mean, it's social media. Like it's the internet. This is the the age we live in. You know what I'm saying? It's almost kind of like the kiss cam. You would let her kiss somebody? No, the kiss cam at the, at the game. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, you're at a game, and then all of a sudden the camera's on you to kiss your kiss your other half. Like, 
It's the kids game. I don't Halloween. get that. That makes no sense. I feel like that's way more like that's not that bad at all, and compared to like compared know, to Chris what I've Breezy. seen before. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like that's like the extreme. I don't watch Chris Brown. Like, yeah, he'd be doing like lap dances and all that, and yeah. he'd be like taking his clothes off and dancing on. Yeah, from their point know, of view, to me. As famous as Kiki is, as famous as Usher is, it really was just uh, like if they were singing the song together. Mm. Li- like literally, she sang on yeah. the song, so it wasn't it wasn't that crazy. So, but I think it was the combination of what he was, how he was looking at her, and what she had on that set him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and clearly, it set him off for real because they clearly are not talking. Well, his mistake was social media. Yeah, that was you think his it would have been different mistake. if he just talked about it behind the scenes. Oh yes, oh, yeah, because definitely. the one thing that the one thing the the one thing that we don't have is access to these celebrities. He does. Yeah. So when you're trying to get their attention, you're you're you know you're sliding onto their comments and you're saying all these crazy things. You you don't have access to them, but you do. Do you but think he does. you think it's particularly hard for him that he is a. I don't know who he is, yeah. but everybody knows who Kiki is. You think his boys were like, yo, you going to let that slide? Of course. You going to let that slide? Of course. That's how y'all get down? Of course. And that's, that's, and that's what the really pressure. Pushed him? That most likely was, was the pressure. Yeah. It was the insecurity that he felt in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, he can make himself feel better. He can be like, man, the dude's almost 50 years old. Like, what's, <laughs> and he is 50, right? That's just got to be 50. That, may, that would make you feel better? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> make me feel like, he definitely, yeah. He definitely shouldn't have put on Twitter, though. That was, that that was, was immature. Yeah. That was super that immature. Was Some people say she shouldn't have either. She shouldn't yeah. have what? what res- she, she responded? Shouldn't, she shouldn't have done what she did. Did she oh, respond? Yeah. What did yeah. she do? She, I don't think she's responded yet, as far as I know. I don't think she has. I, I may be wrong. How many kids they got? I think it's just the one. Okay, it's her first kid, I think. Okay. Anyway, well, best, of, best. Of, God bless you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think we helped at all, but you're in the field with the track stars: <laughs> Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com, follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, all right? Okay, okay, okay. So this one's hot off the presses. Um, Lil Baby um, is getting <laughs> roasted by 50 Cent right now. Well, I don't know if he, it sounds like 50 is more so like, hey, leave him alone <laughs> type type vibe on it. But uh, so apparently uh, Lil Baby was at a white party by somebody. I can't remember who it was. And there was a picture floating around where he was in a a man sandwich. Let me just show you. Let me just show you. A man sandwich. Just keep that in mind. Not the man sandwich. All right. So this is what 50 posted. He said, see, this is why I don't go to no party. Puffy and them uh, <laughs> at they I had to blank some stuff going on. Uh, what's going on here? Get that. Get off my. Anyway, he's basically saying get off my dude. Why are you? Why are you doing it? Um, I think that's Kyle Kuzma. I have no and idea. the other guy is a producer, I believe. Uh, what? What? What is? So Michael, okay, Michael Rubin. Who is Michael Rubin. Michael Rubin. So we've been hearing about Puffy's proclivities for mm-hmm. a while now, and I guess it's just coming out even more. Um, so let me just let me just tell you if you don't if you if you're confused, there is a ongoing theory that Puffy is into some weird stuff, and his parties are kind of like initiations yeah. to young artists to see if they're really down and they really want to go as far as he could take them. And they believe they just got little baby caught up um, in some some alternative stuff. So 
what do you think about 50 exposing it first of all because that's shocking and do you mm-hmm. think it's real do you think this is really happening is puffy running a turn them out celebrity training camp i don't know <laughs> what is he doing training camp. What, what what's happening here Man, personally, obviously, I have no idea. I try not to ever speak on anything unless I personally know, like, some hard factual proof or evidence. Uh But one thing, man, when it comes, I feel like this conspiracy theories, right? Like, I feel like there's truth, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. to, like, rumors to a degree. But, man, all these rumors about, like, the Illuminati and the music industry and all these things. Man, there's all these crazy stories. But from my opinion, because I don't know any hard factual evidence, from my opinion, I feel like, don't get me wrong, is there satanic, demonic influence? And not just in the music industry, but in all of the world of anybody who's an unbeliever, of course. But do I feel like there's the satanic... Um, ritualistic uh, parties in the industry for me personally it seems like it's very far-fetched it and far-fetched, unrealistic yeah. um, so man listen man so I, so I what, there's just a you know just a brotherly hug as far as the picture I have no idea but listen you can catch anybody in a crazy picture yeah, like that now you know what I mean you can spot. you can pull up I need any crazy you can catch me in a crazy <laughs> like that. crazy video like that you sure how if you take a picture at the wrong time, anybody could look crazy. Yeah, bro. Oh no. I, okay, I do have one like that. Oh, okay. yeah, I do have one like that. Yeah, got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it, it, it's not with anybody else. It was um, uh, my sister and I. We were at church, and she was like, um, "Have you seen such and such?" And my hand was going up like I don't know, very awkwardly, and only one hand went up. The other one was I had a plate in the other hand. I was like, ah. <laughs> so it looked, oh, it looked so bad. Okay. And then they yeah. they used it in um, the the pamphlet for the church oh, oh, no. young adult ministry. I was like, why would they do that? <laughs> Who put that on social media? Oh. So, okay, so yeah, so to me, this is not enough evidence to prove that Puffy is running like um, you know sex rings in his in his parties. But it's interesting that this stuff is starting to hit mainstream now. Like, this mm. is usually, like, you got to go to a certain area of YouTube to find stuff like this. Yeah. Now it's starting to just <laughs> pop up in mainstream that there's this hidden secret party weird stuff happening now. What What's happening is, is is if true, are these people just being like, hey, whatever. You're just letting it, letting it be known now. Or are we just all weird, conspiracy-driven people who just love drama and love to find out weird stuff about people that we see on TV. What's happening here? I feel like there's a balance to it, bro. I'm sure there probably definitely is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But me personally, I'm not going to give I'm not going to draw a, a, like a conclusion or I'm not going to give a solid hard answer until I personally experience it or see it for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to speak on something and slander anybody or gossip, you know what I mean, or stir up the pot of something being untrue. Okay. But because you hear a lot of people saying a lot of things like that, all right, yep. there's probably some truth to it. So you so Puffy sends you the invite, you going to just see for see, yourself. That's what I was <laughs> <laughs> look, look, let me keep it on. Look, okay, if, if P. Diddy was to send me an invite to go to a party, am I going to go? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go network, most definitely. Yeah, and if you, know you see mean? something, you coming back to tell us? Or you, you yeah, of course. Yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll keep it a buck. I'll spray what about if that I see something. Hit, hit you with the, with the, the, the NBA, NBA gate. gate. Yeah. Oh, as far as part of all them parties, huh? Oh, I'm sure That's, they have. Yeah. This is part of the rumor. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sign, what would I sign, sign it? Signing it to go in? Yeah, of course. Because ain't no one going to do nothing to me. No, you no, know no, what no, I mean? no, no, no. But when you come out. Or would you spray it? 
No, no, no. When you come out, you can't say anything. So you're just like everybody else who saw something wild but can't say anything about it because Diddy has already said, I'm going to take you for everything you have. Mm-hmm. If We're making Diddy into yeah. like Satan himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, look, what would be the point to go to the party, right? Because right. I've done two club shows since I've been home. Yeah. And to me, that was a blessed opportunity to share the gospel it and to is, evangelize. Yeah. So for God's calling and anointing upon my life, I know God leads me into darkness, man, with the yeah. authority of Christ to bring light in the midst of darkness. Yeah, you're, so you're me specifically personally, like designed for it. You're good. So at listen, it. Yeah. so me yeah. personally, I wouldn't mind at all going to a P. Diddy party because I know but nobody gonna try me or disrespect <laughs> me any type of way. That's not gonna happen. And I'm gonna be in there in the what authority if it's the price of admission. Huh? The president I ain't gonna go. <laughs> what you mean? He gonna get he gonna get checked at the door. You know what I mean? But as far as if it was a missional intent to go share the gospel, yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely I'll go in yeah. the trenches. You know what I mean? Uh, but as far as like if you sign like an NDNA or whatever, and would you like put them on blast when you come home? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and then you are gonna get sued for whatever you yeah, got. Yeah. You know what I mean? What but, if I'm gonna make this hard for you? <laughs> they say you, you can say bring no. it on. I'll be in any scenario. You know what, what I mean? if? What if you're at the door and they say sign this NDA and take your shirt off? Definitely not. That's okay. def- I mean, that's that's very. And you don't uh, got to do nothing. That's weird just... out the gate. That's weird out the gate. <laughs> Definitely you, you not. Don't have to do nothing. Definitely you not. Just... That's weird out the gate. <laughs> what if... I, first of all, I don't even want to go to the party. But, but I felt if it's if it was like an opportunity yeah. to be missional and to yeah. share the gospel. Yeah. Okay, are you sharing going... the gospel even though you look at the boat and you see nothing but guys? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. I'm not going because the, the, the Tyler Perry in. party in Atlanta was all guys. Yeah. And and the reason why. I'm able to talk about that mm-hmm. situation is because I had a source who was a uh, 99% like parakeet. Like he could repeat what he saw and I would believe it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think he wanted to tell me a story. He was just like, bro, like I saw NBA players. I mm-hmm. saw I saw NFL players. I saw artists. I saw Atlanta. Everybody was at the all guys party mm-hmm. with these quiet, you know, closed off rooms that you could go into and come out laughing. Like, that's okay. great. So yeah. that was enough for me yeah, to be I like, I go that, that dude was my credible source. Because mm-hmm. one, I know he's into the lifestyle. So okay. he's not, you know what I'm saying? So let's, so from experience, we've been to some some parties, right? Not like celebrity Hollywood yeah. necessarily, but like industry stuff, right? And they do do weird stuff, right? With There there was um, a party we went to and they were like, hey, strippers yeah. upstairs, you coming? Yeah, it's so like no. What do you? No, yeah. we're not coming. Yeah. So it's like those are the kind of decisions as Christians you got to make because you'd be like, hey, a lot of people in the network up there next to strippers. Oh. You coming? No, that's real though. You coming? But you know what? Just like when it comes to that lane, right? Of just because my my problem with like Christian culture, right? And I feel like it's a big misconception within the church is the cookie cutter perspective yeah. of the church being isolated from the world. Listen, Christ Jesus has given us as believers the authority of Jesus being light in the midst of darkness. He has called and commanded and commissioned us to invade culture. Not to hide, not to run, to be separate when it comes to the lifestyle of sin. Don't don't get me wrong now. If you're in an industry party and there's strippers upstairs, it's wise for you not to go up there. Of course. (laughs) You know what I mean? You want to tell them what we did, right? (laughs) (laughs) What y'all left? You cannot remember this? I do remember. It was at a hotel, right? It was at a hotel, yeah. Did y'all go up to the strippers? What's crazy, though, what made me, like, what made my eyes... That was a big star right there. What made my (laughs) eyes roll back in my head is that it was my... 
supposed sister in Christ that yeah, was throwing the party. Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was like, hey, baby, I'm glad you came. We da, got da, strippers da, da. upstairs. We got strippers upstairs. And we was like, oh, okay. It's like, you, y'all got to come. But, but, but what's crazy was I remember that night sitting in the lobby with her. And then when she saw my reaction, she left the party with me. Mm. You convicted her, you saying? I think so. Interesting. I think so. because she it was, was like, her I'm, party. It was. But she left with me. Like, we got in our car. I saw her drop off. So that was the answer. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. But I just remember that it was a sister of Christ. But in situations like that, that of course, you got to move with wisdom. You got to move with accountability. It's like evangelists who go back to the trap house. They're in there cooking dope, serving dope, smoking weed, you know what I mean? Thugging out. But if God leads men of God to go back into that environment, to share the gospel, to show and to express the love and life of Christ, it's going to bear fruit. But you got to go in there being held accountable. You got to go in there prayed up on point yeah, you or gotta, you're gonna fall or you're gonna compromise you gotta, yeah. you just gotta as check, well as you would anywhere else you gotta check your your reasons for <clears throat> your why are you really 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 going, going in there with yeah. that mission yeah. intent because it's yeah. hard to tell sometimes because listen whenever I go into the clubs you know what I mean to perform at this with the mission intent but yeah. guess what I gotta bring a homie in with me Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta bring yeah. a brother in Christ in there with me because there's a pl- there's plentiful beautiful women in here you know yeah. what I mean who wanna dance up on me who will pull up on me yeah. and I need my brother in Christ to it's be a, right next to me just a lineup. <laughs> yeah. I need That's him to be is. right next to me to hold me accountable just in case I get caught slipping so, you know what I mean so the crew was like, them reach parties be crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so we have we have into some reach things. So no, that's not nah, good. good. It's all good. Good. Nothing to say. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh yeah, man. Uh, I wonder if people see us like that. What do you mean? When you say I've been in it, I've been in we've been doing this for seventeen years, like, oh y'all know some stuff. We do. Y'all seen some stuff. We do. Yeah, but we're not <laughs> not a part of it. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, no. I've, I haven't seen anything crazy. Um, no, me either. In Christian circles, there are some things that happen in Christian circles that are crazy, but not to the level what we've seen just in like mainstream. Yeah, like we've 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 been in some crazy rooms as track stars, and it, it is it is nuts. But in the Christian world, it's more so like you see things that are like, come on, why why. Why y'all doing this? It's yeah. not like it's not like unspeakable, but it's like you don't have to do this. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of thing. So mm. nothing, nothing that I would say was embarrassing. It's just things that are just like, hmm, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so definitely in the world, it's it's a little bit worse. And but we've heard, we've heard, we've seen some stuff in, in the gospel industry that's in, a little crazy. Yeah, too. well, I think in Christianity, like in in our space in our Christian entertainment, we're told don't repeat what you see. Uh-huh. Or you, or what you hear? Family business. Yeah, family business. Or it's one of those situations where it's like um, you saw something, but you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to release, you know, sources that tell you X, Y, Z. Like, you know, I don't want no calls, crew. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about nothing. Yeah, no, me I don't know anything. I promise you, I don't have any stories. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. good at getting dirt, bro. They're yeah. really good. But but no, look, that, that's, I'm glad, I'll just say this the crew I'm glad you didn't you weren't around when we were having drama with stuff there's some dramas that y'all don't know about that if y'all were around oh would've yeah we wouldn't want to be on their social media like that like <laughs> so the track stars up. get called out but. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long journey yeah. um, but yo so I don't know I don't know if this is true it's just funny to me um, that 50 Cent is making it so public that there's this conspiracy out there I wonder how far this is gonna go for Lil Baby. So it's an interesting picture, but to me, it's it's nothing. It's nothing to me that I would be if I saw that and and there wasn't all this story around it. I'd be like, 
Okay. You know, over the years, comfortable with each other. I've really come to like. I, I don't say over the years. I'd say, first of all, you know, 50s made a lot of uh, TV shows that are, you know popular and things like that. But over the years, like 50 has kind of been like that no nonsense, you know, blunt type of guy in the industry where when he says something, you almost really want to believe it because he's so he's so used to being you know that person. You know, even putting his own family, you know, business on display. Yeah. Between yeah. him and his son. So yeah. when he says something, you kind of like, you stop and you pause. Like, you think let, it's let true. me listen. You think it's true? Uh, yeah, because I mean, first of all, you know, he he's kind of like the person that, you know, if you want trouble, he's open. He's open to you. He doesn't, to find he doesn't it. mind the, yeah. the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so. Je- again pray for jeremiah mm-hmm. this week pray for all of us honestly we all going through it this week but um we we love y'all we appreciate y'all following us make sure you go to patreon.com slash trackstars universe sign up for that yeah. we're having a great time in there i'm posting a lot of bonus content in there so uh more to come more to come um but uh come back next week mindful line will be back all that stuff will be back so uh you got anything else for what to say to him you ended the show? Yeah, I mean, what else we got? We oh, my stretch bad. it out for nothing. I, I, okay. <laughs> you want to stretch nah. it? Nah. Yeah, you got something else? <laughs> um, I just want to give encouragement to everybody watching, man. Listen, if you're watching yeah. this right now, know that number one, God got huge purpose for your life. There ain't no peons in the kingdom, man. God created all of us as royalty. Man. You are a king or a queen, and God has a specific, unique design assignment for you. So I just want to continue to encourage and challenge you. Tap into that. Stay active. Make disciples. Desperately pursue Jesus. Love y'all, man. Thank y'all for having me. Yes, brother. All right. We love y'all. Crew, we have no stories. You're in the field with the track stars. (laughs) Ryan Wright to Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go.